Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined. I am a Sunny Brogan, owner of a Sunny Coaching Services, and I am here to discuss African spirituality and African traditional religions. What is the difference between the two terms or concepts, if you will? So these terms are often used interchangeably in society as though they are pretty much the same thing. Though they are very much so highly correlated, they aren't the exact same thing. And I can even say for myself, I am guilty of kind of using them synonymously to basically get my point across. It's just because so often in society, we say African spirituality. And in most instances, people think about or they mean African traditional religions when it doesn't necessarily mean the exact same thing so i wanted to do this episode to basically kind of outline or define the differences in the two terms i know i did an earlier episode on what is african spirituality and in the episode i was primarily describing african traditional religions versus African spirituality itself. However, again, I used that term purposely, knowing what I was doing. Um, I used that terminology just because, again, more people identify with the term African spirituality when they are referring to traditional African religions or African traditional religions. So let's jump into it. First, I'm going to define African spirituality. In order to define that term, you have to first understand what spirituality is in and of itself. So I wanted to pull out a couple of definitions just to outline what spirituality means. So it can be defined as the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. Or it can also be described as the recognition of a feeling, sense, or belief that there's something greater than oneself. Something more to being human than just a sensory or a material existence or experience. And that the greater whole or sum of what we are is based on a cosmic design or cosmic flow rather than just the material world that the average person knows about and interacts with on a day-to-day basis. So spirituality in a nutshell basically means that we believe in something beyond what meets the eye, something beyond what we can see. Now the term or the concept of spirituality is not linked to any particular um, religion or ideologies, nor is it linked to a particular group of people for that matter. So we have to kind of first examine what is spirituality in which i just gave some definitions of course there are more but at the end of the day they basically all resemble the notion that there's something greater than us right and we interact or we need to interact with that energy in some form or another in order to get the results that we desire so that's what spirituality is or what it looks like so what then is african spirituality Well, we would then apply the notion of spirituality to a specific people group, individuals who are derived from Africa, whether they still live on the continent or they were spread abroad through whatever processes. So when we refer to African spirituality, we're referring to the notion 
of a people group right from the the continent of africa who has dna that is consistent with the indigenous or the native people groups who were born in africa um how these individuals connect with the spirit world that they first and foremost believe that there is an existence or a world and astral realms otherworldly type of experiences so to speak that are beyond what we see in the day-to-day world and how this particular group of individuals interact with the spiritual realm that's in a nutshell what african spirituality is is basically how you know people of african heritage or african descent connect with the spirit world and that is irrespective of the religious that religion that they practice so technically people who are christians or muslims buddhists hindus um whether they practice ifa or hoodoo or voodoo etc are african spiritualists at the end of the day because they practice african spirituality um because african spirituality is innate to a specific people group we as a people group are coded to interact or move about in a certain way in a specific way with spirit so what does that look like because it's very important for us to examine those dynamics because for one the way in african people interact with their spiritual systems looks very different than the way other people groups especially individuals who are not visibly melanated interact with their spiritual practice so we can see many discrepancies in how we interact you can just see it on the surface but there's also scientific evidence that african people groups or people of african descent interact differently with spirituality than do white people and other non-black people even though the non-black people groups may have a level of melanin in their skin however there's such an admixture there that they explore both of the components of um you know whatever other people group they came from along with their black or african heritage so in that case their spiritual compass will be diminished from that of people with visible melanin in their skin so what that basically looks like is that you come into a group of african people no matter where you find them on you know throughout the world whether they be on the continent or in the diaspora and you're going to see people who are really highly spirited people who interact with their spirituality or their spiritual systems on a much higher level than their non-black counterparts whether it be europeans people of asian descent what have you we tend to interact on a much higher level with our spiritual systems because of our melanin and there is even scientific evidence that the um, higher levels of melanin within our skin within our bodies if it were as it were because melanin is actually all throughout our bodies it's just visible in our skin does cause us to have a closer or a stronger connection with spirit and you will even see this with black people who attend church and so forth and so on there's numerous scientific studies that show that 
historically black people tend to attend church services at a much higher rate than white people um and i'm just going on the data from uh based on you know white versus black but it also includes other racial racial and ethnic groups within the u.s particularly i'm referring to here uh, based on some evidence that i've seen also um african americans in particular are more likely than other racial and ethnic groups in the u.s to report a formal religious affiliation right that's just some of the basics when it comes to us interacting at a higher level than other people groups that's just basically you know you're going back and forth to church and you interacting with you know bible verses or kosoras or what have you do just depends on what you believe in or it even could be you know an african traditional religion it's not going to be the same in that notion as far as having a holy book present but studying and still trying to understand your spirituality to to a higher level is very very important to the average black person regardless of what they believe in okay um another component of our spiritual systems or african spirituality if you will is that we tend to interact with spirit using very much so high energy vibrant song and dance you'll find this dynamic throughout African people groups, again, regardless of what they practice, that's just innately embedded in us to interact with, you know, music or strong beat, the drum, drum beat most often. But if that's not available, we found other ways to interact musically with our spiritual systems and with our spirituality. You'll find it all around the world, even in times of slavery and colonization, when people groups were relegated to coming up with different ways to connect with spirit other than what we were used to prior to us being taken away from either the continent or just kind of dispersed where we were because you know as i say all the time black people groups were all over the world we still are all over the world and we are indigenous to a lot of places where we're normally not thought to be the progenitors in that particular space because of you know westernized media or what have you but that's another conversation <laughs> for another day if you will um another part of african spirituality is that african people tend to believe in and or interact with spiritual possession on a high level again this is nothing to do with african traditional religions itself it's just something that we do as part of what we are so you'll find this same notion being present in um christianity right with the with the notion of the holy ghost or speaking in tongues or what have you that is absolutely still present even though it has been misconstrued and a lot of it is not even real you know not exactly what people are saying but you do still have that notion of people falling out in the holy spirit or the holy ghost and some of it is actually real you know people coming to speak in tongues they're speaking in a different language than what is understood by the people group that are present at the moment and those things are absolutely part of our spiritual practices we see that still going on today again even in the church where you know they would completely divorce themselves 
from the notion of spirit possession in the same way that we see in practices like voodoo it even happens in ifa but not on the same level if i you know the divining system is not based on possession in the same way that we see with um voodoo and then also some other practices even on the continent where possession has become you know more so the thing rather than a an intricate divining system like we do see in Ifa. Going beyond that, we still see that dynamic or that element of spiritual possession spread within African spiritual systems worldwide, regardless of the tone or the base of the religion itself. You still see that notion happening in aspects of Christianity and obviously you still see it happening um, in other respects when it comes to our spiritual system. When it also comes to, you know, African spirituality, African people groups are naturally intuitive. We have natural intuitive abilities and expressions that can fall in a number of different ways, right? In the church and these types of organized religions, we oftentimes call these prophecies or omens or dreams. And we have people of African descent I don't care what they're practicing and where they are, they still believe in the notion of prophesying, which is at the end of the day, connecting with the spirit world, communicating with the spirit world. Though, of course, in the church, you may call it, you know, we're, we're prophesying we, and we are, um, you know, basically telling what's going on. Even in the biblical text, those are prophecies, so to speak, but it's fortune telling, if you will, right? The same notion that we see with people who practice divination in African spiritual systems. But the point here is, is that that's part of our spiritual spirituality, our spiritual makeup, our spiritual condition, regardless, again, of what we practice. That's just innate to spiritual people of African descent, right? Um, likewise, you'll see the notion or the belief in superstitions, you know, people believing in things that are general or holistic to everyone. This notion applies to people of African descent, regardless of what they are practicing here, right? So we have some of those old superstitions, you know, itchy palm, depending on which one it is, it could mean that money is coming in or it could mean that money is leaving your hand. Um, you know, don't split a pole or you can cause some type of bad luck. Then the idea of the sunshine, the rain and the thunder happening all at the same time means the devil is beating his wife. Don't put your purse on the floor. Or you'll go broke, etc., etc. Those are just some of the many superstitions that I personally grew up around from very much. So Christian people, they, they talk about Christianity. Well, that's part of our notion that there are certain things that we should and should not do that can bring bad luck or good luck, right? Sweeping, you know, your house or cleaning your house, so to speak, after the new year, only allowing a male to enter into your home during the new year, etc., etc., etc. Those are carryovers from our native 
traditions. But again, likewise, things that our spirits have been showing us and keeping with us throughout the years. Now, a lot of fallacies have occurred in certain aspects of those dynamics because we have lost touch with the original source, you know, and of course, if a message goes around so much, it can easily get lost. But some of those superstitions are absolutely founded in scientific evidence. But those were things that our spirits allowed us to know and allowed us to keep with us for you know the duration of whatever we had to go through because for some some way or somehow they were helpful to us so that being the case we did avoid some things by adhering to what they call in western society superstitions and i'm going to come back to that particular topic a little bit later on when i get into the notion of atr right Another part of African spirituality is, you know, strong belief in high moral character. We absolutely believe in being, you know, a resolute moral character. That is a thing within black communities worldwide. We are only seeing the degeneration of, you know, our moral character in our society and our people group as of late as we fall into a new dispensation and, you know, some shifts are coming or already here, if you will, as we transition into that space where African people groups are to be in leadership roles again. And when I say leadership, I'm not just saying a CEO of a company, I'm saying leading the earth. And so with that, there are a lot of things that have occurred to cause us to fall from grace and cause us to accept things that are not truly part of our spiritual fiber and makeup. But if you go back, I would say, even maybe 20, 30 years ago, there were just certain things that black people did not do and they weren't quote unquote in the Bible. There was just certain things, there were certain moral codes that were a part of our community that you just didn't do, right? Irrespective of what book they came out of, these are things that were passed down. It was part of our spiritual nature. It had to be part of our spiritual nature to keep it. So it wasn't even just things that, okay, you could say that was just, you know, passed down from our ancestors, our forefathers, foremothers, etc. In order for those things to remain with us, there had to be some kind of strong connection or tie to it from a spiritual dimension beyond just somebody passing down, you know, words or notes or things like that throughout the ages okay so that's another part of african spirituality another major part is just a high really strong regard and respect for elders and family as a whole so that's something that african people groups have held on to for the longest again we're only seeing a lot of those transitions occur as society advances and um well, we advance from a technological perspective, but we are regressing from a spiritual perspective. But the idea of maintaining your elderly within the community and ensuring that they were okay is something that has long since been in the black community. Of course, you know, people of African-American descent transition quicker than people on the continent because of, you know, our environment or what have you, as far as putting our elderly in nursing homes and outside of the home when they advanced in age. But that was considered very much so taboo in olden times. And we still keep our elderly pretty close. But you'll see on the continent that that notion 
I don't care what the person is practicing, whether they say they're a Christian, Muslim, um, traditionalist, etc. They still have high regard for their elder, elderly, and the notion of them being put in a separate home and you know not cared for by their family in their advanced age is not something that is acceptable to the typical African. Again, there are some countries that are starting to implement long-term care facilities and things like that, and you know people are jumping on that bandwagon, especially Africans who um, repatriate from the U.S. or other Westernized countries where they've seen this dynamic, so they're starting to accept it slowly. But the general idea is this part of our spiritual makeup and composition is that we've always believed in maintaining our elderly, respecting the elderly, even giving reverence to ancestors. That has also been a part of African spiritual practices, even if, you know, you may have been Christian, Muslim, etc. Um, we've always revered and honored our dead to a high degree within African communities or african derived communities so even here you know african americans think about the notion of having a wake and um maintaining our deceased loved ones for longer periods of time so that people can come and see them and we can have we can spend some time with them so forth and so on those particular notions again came from our spiritual systems and of course the idea of family the all importance of maintaining a you know, salient family dynamic has always been part of our spiritual makeup because we just believe in the notion of keeping ourselves together as a family as a unit keeping our societies together that is part of all of those dynamics are part of african spirituality that i mentioned and there are some other things that go into our fiber as spiritual beings in how we interact with or how we express our spirituality as African people groups, right? In a nutshell, that's what the foundation of African spirituality looks like. It doesn't necessarily belong to a specific religion or a group or what have you. It's just who African people are from their core. With that being said, I'm going to take a really quick break. And when I come back, I want to explore more of the dynamics of what African traditional religion is versus the notion of African spirituality. Okay, so before I left for the break, I talked about African spirituality, just giving a base definition of what it is and what it looks like among African people groups. Now I want to talk about what African traditional religion is, or even traditional religion of Africa, or just depending on whatever nomenclature you want to use to describe the traditions or the indigenous practices of African people groups worldwide even so i'm not even just talking about on the continent throughout the diaspora so you'll find that a lot of what i just described in the first part is very similar to what goes on in traditional african systems or african traditional religions so there is absolutely a strong belief in the veneration of spirits that we work on a spiritual 
claim, right? African spiritual, excuse me, African traditional religions are all about the notion that we interact with spirit and we interact with spirit on a high level. The difference, or I should say the um, specification here within an ATR versus African spirituality is that in ATR, we believe in multiple deities that come from the higher source, the supreme spirit, right? There is a force, a supreme force that's above and beyond the deities that we do interact with on a day-to-day basis. But we absolutely believe in giving homage to those spirits. Whereas in African spirituality, this may not necessarily be the case for everyone. Just depends on you know how they connect with their spirituality be it through a westernized religion or through a traditional religion or through no religious system whatsoever right in traditional african systems we also believe in a strong connection with nature the natural elements i.e which are spirits at the end of the day we have that really really strong connection and we understand their relevance and their role in our lives and because of that we absolutely venerate and honor those spiritual forces in a way that's conducive with what the spirits want us to do so they show us how to communicate connect with them on that level um in ATR there's likewise this strong correlation between song and dance again you're going to find this notion throughout any you know, African spiritual practice for the most part, whether it be in the church and people, you know, drumming and and banging to loud music or what have you, or whether it be in a traditional community in Africa where you have people beating the drums in order to connect with spirits. That's part of ATR likewise. Spiritual possession absolutely is a part of ATR. So going into possession, allowing a spirit to enter into your space and connect with you and also commune through you, commune specific messages through you is a part of African traditional religion. So it doesn't mean that everybody who practices ATR will go into possession. It's not the case for everybody, but it's absolutely part of our systems is part of the divination process is something that is invited um something to not be feared is something that we deal with responsibly right so it can look a lot different than the spiritual you know um possession that goes on when people kind of get the holy ghost if you will because those systems again they're not trained in the traditional ways of our ancestors so nowadays you know it's kind of a mockery more than anything else but even in the situations where it is real and people are going into possession sometimes other spirits can enter through that process because it is not done in the sacred way according to the rights of our spiritual system but it can happen either way whether it's a form of african spirituality or part of an atr itself um 
divination and also those natural intuitive, intuitive abilities that I described before are absolutely part of ATR. Just to hear when we go into doing divination, we say that we're going to do a spiritual reading here. We're going to check with the spirits here. However you want to describe whatever you do, it is a well-known part of an African traditional religion for us to do divination for the purpose of gaining knowledge in the here and now about what is going on in a particular person's situation right um the element of prophecy does exist in the church and it also exists in other religions you know of course in this conversation i'm more focused on christianity but you'll see some of these same elements in islam and other practices and even when you have you know people of black or african descent who choose to go into buddhism and some of the eastern religions that are not necessarily part of the american culture as it is or even some of you know the other nations that have been colonized um, and whitewashed and brainwashed and so forth by the um, Europeans. So, you know, even in the Caribbean islands or what have you, you you're basically going to deal with those two dynamics of Christianity and Islam throughout the world when it comes to African people groups. So in, the Asia, in Asia, where you'll see the deviations into like the Buddhist systems and Hinduism and other spiritual practices that you don't see as much on the continent and of course here in the americas so but divination is absolutely a strong part of it. we believe likewise in those omens and those dreams because that's also a part of the divination process is to get messages or communication from the spirit realm and sometimes they come to us directly in our dreams and just show us things without us having to initiate that process but obviously in African spirituality, we divine, we seek out divination. Depending on you know what you practice, you may seek it out on a very regular basis, right? It depends on you know the level of your practice and how you interact with it. But in traditional systems, this is not something to be feared or to shy away from. Instead, it is something that we absolutely you know move towards. Likewise, in ATR, we believe in and we adhere to individual and communal taboos. So I was saying in the other part about superstitions, that's actually where a lot of our superstitions came from was through taboos. So in our systems, in part of the divination process, you may get a taboo that you know can't wear certain colors, you can't eat certain things, you can't um, do certain things at certain times. You may not even be able to interact with certain things at all, depending on your personal taboos. But there are likewise communal taboos that apply to certain communities. And there are also communal taboos that apply to the entire community of believers where you are. So it really just depends on, you know, what you're practicing. Like with Ifa, there are just certain things that you do and you just don't do when you're practicing the system irrespective of where you live but then there will be some taboos that are specific to a local region or within a particular family group those are those um communal smaller based taboos that i'm referring to but again like i said too you also have personal taboos and so what happened with superstitions is is 
the remnants of things that we could remember and recollect and continue to pass down, we did so. And they turn into what we call superstitions, but they are taboos nevertheless. No matter what word you use for it, it's the same thing, right? So we still see that dynamic and we see it more so in African traditional religions because it has maintained its integrity throughout the years. Whereas what we call superstitions have not, though some of them can actually be scientifically proven. Those are the things that kind of apply to the general all overall communities of believers that we were able to hold on to fortunately from our forefathers and foremothers who you know went through the horrible things that they had to go through in order for our traditions to survive. Um, you will likewise see in ATR strong adherence to moral codes and values that absolutely part of any african spiritual system you are always taught you know you don't do certain things there are codes there even though they may not be part of a holy book or a specific system of um conduct most of it is cultural most of it has been passed down by word of mouth mouth but there are just certain things that you are supposed to do and certain things that you're not supposed to do right and that is part of our code and it, it could be related to so many different things, right? Definitely in how we treat and interact with each other, but even so how we, you know, what we eat, what we cannot eat. Those things are part of our spiritual systems, the traditional systems, all right? Another major part of ATR is ancestral veneration. So we venerate our ancestors purposely um, we give respect and homage to our ancestors. We give offerings to our ancestors and things like that within our systems. Um, beyond just respecting our elderly, respecting our dead, and ensuring that we have those salient family ties, we absolutely go into ancestral veneration with purpose and intent within African traditional systems. Whereas, Within African spirituality, you will find a dynamic of ancestral veneration, but not necessarily being done on a physical level. You may see the honor and respect and the reverence there, you know, based upon a person's moral composition or aptitude. However, you may not see the physical evidence being presented, like giving ancestral offerings offerings or setting up an ancestor altar and things like that okay another element of atr african traditional religions traditional religions of africa so to speak is you know the notion that we do participate in high level rituals and ceremonies that specifically involve blood sacrifices and offerings so you know Again, that can be part of African spirituality, depending on what you do. But for the most part, when you're talking about somebody who's practicing Christianity in particular, that element of animal sacrifice has been done away with, according to New Testament believers. But you still see that notion, actually, in Islam, they do sacrifice. They don't do it as often as we do in ATR systems, but they do conduct blood sacrifices within Islam. And it depends on the community because I've seen um I've seen it being conducted more frequently 
on the continent than I've seen it done in the Middle East. Because a lot of times when you have um, like Islam and Christianity being practiced on the continent, oftentimes it is mixed with an ATR or at least a notion of ATR. So people are still doing things based on the traditional systems and they don't necessarily know why they are doing it, but they're not doing it according to the adherence or the believers elsewhere so the same dynamic applies to christianity you'll see a lot of people on the continent practicing christianity and it won't look the same as what we practice here in the americas because again it has been mixed or amalgamated with the traditional religious systems within that particular nation so they didn't completely lose that altogether right um even though they may be proclaiming to be a christian you'll see a lot of dynamics of atr being you know, intermingle with what they do, even though those things can be contrary to biblical texts or biblical teachings. So that notion of blood sacrifices and, you know, giving offerings in the way that we give offerings can look different. Okay. It can look a little bit different than, you know, offerings in, in the church because offerings in the church are basically money or tithes and offerings. You think about you know, same thing even in um, Islam, alms giving and stuff like that. You're thinking more so about giving something to someone versus giving it directly to the spirit itself. And in ATR, we give things to the spirits. Another notion of ATR is going to be that traditional medicine aspect or the herbalism aspect. So it's very, very common in traditional practices. Most of the time, your medicine, that's what it's going to come from. If you're dealing with a spiritual condition, you're going to be given a spiritual medicine, herbs, remedies, and things like that to care for your condition. So that's kind of, you know, some of the aspects of ATR in a nutshell. As I always say, very much so foundational, even though every African traditional system will have its own way of carrying out these dynamics, different names that they use for their spirits and, you know, different remedies and potions, different ways they connect with their spirits or carry out ritual work, ceremonies, etc., etc. You will find those things to be different. However, holistically, all of the things that I just mentioned go into an ATR. I'm going to take a quick break and when I get back, I will discuss kind of how they are the same and how they are different. Are you seeking answers to problems or issues that appear to be beyond your reach? Do you desire to connect with your ancestors or other members of your spiritual team? Do you feel called to practice one of the most deeply rooted indigenous spiritual systems in the world? If so, the Ifa tradition can provide you with guidance and results. Asani Coaching Services offers Ifa divination, ancestral connection and elevation rituals, spiritual soaps, and many more products and services that can help you. To learn more about this system, visit asani44.com. That's A-S-A-N-E-E-4-4.com.
I just want to tie the two together. So, based on what I've said so far, you're probably wondering what, what's the difference. You know, aren't you talking about the same thing? At the core of it, yeah, right? So, African spirituality is foundational to African people groups, regardless of what they are practicing. And African traditional religions are the original and native forms of expression of African spirituality at its basis. So this is what we were doing before other people came in and said what you're doing is wrong, it's the money, it is not right, um, you need to stop doing what you're doing and embrace what we are doing or what we are showing you how to do because what we are doing is right. Um, instead, our people groups are natively spiritual and when we disconnect from that notion, we see a lot of problems within ourselves and within our communities as we are seeing now because we are so vitally disconnected from our traditional systems though we still have a notion of spirituality um you know you show me a person who is visibly melanated and i'm automatically going to know that that individual is spiritual they are connected to spirit now how well they connected to spirit is at the end of the day up to them how they choose to connect with spirit because they can be very intuitive but they choose not to develop that gift or to listen to the intuitive messaging that they receive in which case you know they're not able to benefit from their spirituality or not they're not able to advance in what they are doing so at the end of the day we can use the terms interchangeably as we already do which is why like i said from the beginning i do this all the time just because african spirituality is more common terminology for people when they search for it, they think about african traditional religions though they are not the exact same thing instead african spirituality is the umbrella term to encompass all forms of spirituality and workings and religions and so forth of African people groups worldwide, we can still use that terminology because it's so closely connected to what we do in ATR, even though we can still do what we do in other religions, divorced from ATR and still be spiritual as African people because our spiritual dynamic is innate within us at the end of the day so with that i'm gonna go ahead and close up this episode likewise i'm closing up season three of the african spirit reintegrated and reimagined podcast likewise as you will see in the coming future that the format will change so this is actually the end of the seasonal formats for this particular podcast because this podcast was actually meant to be a limited edition but i will continue to post but not in the seasonal format as i have been doing with this particular podcast instead you will see me posting as i have time and as permitted because i'm working on many projects right now i still want to keep this particular podcast active because i love talking about african spirituality it just won't be on a regularly scheduled basis but definitely check me out in other regards i still am going to cover many topics related to african spirituality even here on this podcast but likewise you will catch me on my blog as you already have been definitely check out that i talk about so many different aspects of african spirituality there with an emphasis on the ifa tradition 
and just check me out so many different places connect with me on any of the major social media networks your favorite network i'm probably on there connect with me and you'll be able to see where i have new content and new information coming out all the time reach out to me if you have any questions comments and concerns thank you all for your continued support i'll see you the next time i have a very blessed and beautiful day and beyond